Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael J. And this is Hypothetical. Back with me this week, the man behind the boards, Jenny. Welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Happy New Year. It's our first episode of 2019. Yeah, that it is. It's my first episode of any of my podcasts in 2019. Excellent. Well, it's the only one that matters, right? Oh, no. Philosophical matters. Um, I'm sure Urban would have a few words to say to you about two guys, zero planners. So, Okay, it's the one that matters most. I don't know. My YouTube channel matters pretty good, too. No. It's all about hypothetical. Hey, I did that silent video for you, so you owe me. No, it wasn't silent. You played music. You told me to do that. No, you suggested that. I just said you should do a creepy silent video, no sound. <sighs> it's it's still good without the voiceover, with the old timey music. But really? really, yeah, really, you're you're going to hurt me that much, Michael. You call it hurting. I call it uh, artistic development. More like you you took 50 knives and you just started poking them into my back one after the other. No, no. I just took a canvas and showed you another way of doing it. You took a canvas and lit it on fire. That's not showing me how to do something. That's just being destructive. Uh, Okay. Well, we obviously have a difference of opinion and I'm right. No. (laughs) And we have a warm-up game to get to. Okay. That I can say yes to. (laughs) All right. So now that we agree that we have a warm-up game... uh, since it is the new year, first week of the year, it is New Year's Day today, right? That we're recording? Uh, yeah, we're recording on New Year's Day, and it's going to be released on technically New Year's Day on the West Coast. That means we're not too late with New Year's resolutions. But I don't want to hear what your resolutions are for yourself. What I want to hear are your resolutions for me, and I will give you my resolutions for you. If you give me a tacky one like lose weight, I'm going to drive up to Chicago and punch you in the kidneys. Would you expect me... To ever give you a tacky resolution? Yes, yes, I would. Wow, talking about stabbing somebody with fifty knives. I added a fifty-first knife. It's called Puerto Rico. I thought it was uh, Big Dakota. Oh yeah, that's right. Anyway, <laughs> what, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what are your New Year's resolutions for me this year that I probably will not follow? Okay, so I went ahead and went with the realistic not so realistic, and completely insane for yours. Okay, this doesn't sound promising. Well, I guess it just depends on how motivated you are. Do you not know how lazy I am? Well, um, (laughs) I did edit episode 24, so I guess I do. (laughs) Very well. So let's hear the uh, realistic one. Well, you deem realistic, which I deem impossible before even hearing The realistic one is for the first day of summer. And you have to commit to this now. Okay. But for the first day of summer, you have to buy a mankini. Yeah. You have to have Scott take a group photo with you. He gets to edit his face out because obviously people don't, he doesn't want to be seen on the internet. We're going to respect that. So he can do like a cardboard cutout of what he wants us to think he looks like. And you're going to be in the mankini on Instagram. Okay. I have no shame. So that is realistic. See, I, I, I told you. <clears throat> and. For someone who repels and disgust every time I mention mankinis, I'm surprised you would make that resolution for me. Um, 
YouTube has corrupted me. I go for clickbait. <laughs> okay, so you want me to grow my Instagram following by wearing a mankini? Yeah, and then I'm going to use it for like a couple of my pen videos. That's like, fine. Just put it for the for the thumbnail. That's fine. Again, I have no shame. See, so that's the realistic one. Okay, that's doable. And I got to do that on June 21st? Yes. What if it's not good mankini weather? Oh, did I take that back? Every day is good mankini weather. See, so there you go. It's realistic. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. June 21st, mankini picture. No problem. So let's go ahead and step it up, though. Okay. This one's going to be the, okay, um, it's resolution. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. You have to buy one of the gummy snakes that you oh no no destroyed no, us no 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 no, no, no you no, have to hear this no, out no no yes no yes la, 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 la. <laughs> no. you have to buy no one gummy snake no. no every three months no for your no. children <laughs> there is not a no big enough in this world to respond to that it's only four gummy snakes and your children are going to be eating them they were so disappointed that they couldn't eat the gummy snake I protect my children. My response is no, hell no, and oh, hell no. Man, I should have made this my third resolution. And are you freaking insane? That's a no. I think I broke you. I, res- <laughs> I respect human beings, particularly my kids. And I would never subject them to the disgusting that is the giant gummy python. Now, if they could bottle the scent... I would buy a bottle of the scent for each kid because that thing smelled so good. Yeah. I, d- I don't wish eating that gummy python on my worst enemy. You know, the bad thing is I came up with these resolutions because I thought when you came up with this topic that I was going to be like, I, I thought you were going to come up with something evil. And I think I'm definitely coming out as the chaotic evil one in this campaign. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely went gentle on you because I'm a nice human being. Wow. <laughs> Suddenly, I feel bad. <laughs> Don't. Um, well, except for that gummy python suggestion, because that is just like. I, I guess the third one. Like, I, I, I want to get back at you for that suggestion, but even I wouldn't order you a gummy python and have it sent directly to your house. To be fair, I was the one that convinced the chef at the hotel to cut the thing up for us. Still, that thing is just disgusting. Um, so before I make myself any more sick, what's your last <laughs> resolution? You have to give up all hockey movies for the entire year. Only ones I've seen? No. Even new ones all that come out? hockey movies. Anything on film in any way related to hockey. Wait, anything on film related to hockey? Yeah, so you could watch a live broadcast, but anything on film. <laughs> but if it's been recorded? Right. If it's been recorded, you missed okay, it. Sorry. So what if my brother sends me a clip of my nephew playing? Looks like that's what you're going to be watching on January 1st, 2020. No, no. I like watching my nephew play hockey. So if I I see a clip, if he sends me a clip or something of my nephew, like like punching some kid in the head, who's like three times the size. He can only send you the clip of the punch to the head. Or my nephew scoring a hat trick or something. I want to, I need to see that. So yeah, I'm not following this resolution. I'll tell I, the, what I would agree to would be any Hollywood movie. Uh, no, no, right, that's any, prof- any professional movie that that's too easy. Yeah. No more than a five minute clip. You get one five minute clip per week. I mean, that's doable, but I don't want to agree to it just to spite you, man. 
<laughs> you got me in a you, you got me in a frosty mood after that uh, gummy python suggestion. Man, people are gonna hear this episode and they're gonna want to like find me and beat the snot out of me. No, no, we don't promote violence on this show. No, but I did not, just promote eating not gummy pythons. <laughs> yeah, that is really bad. How are you going to make sure? How are you going to hold me accountable for these resolutions that I'm not really going to follow? Well, um, I mean, I guess I'll have to buy the mankini on Amazon. I'll have to work with Scott to make sure that it gets put on you one way or another. And since no one knows what he looks like, I guess we could always just have him take the picture and have someone else stand with you. So that one's easy. Okay. The gummy pythons, that's where it gets difficult. I'll have to buy those too. Yeah, no, you don't. And then I'm going to have to sneak them into your house somehow. I think I'll hire that out to the chef at the Marriott again. Have him cut them up into little like bite-sized pieces and sneak them into your house bite by bite. You remember how you store like 20 semi-trailers outside my house? Yeah. I'm going to build a fort out of them so that nobody can get into my house to leave. I don't know, man. That chef looks like a ninja. I think he can do it. Okay. Now, uh, the the hard one, the the video clips, I'm going to have to enlist your entire family. Okay. That's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, I guess... I'll have to take the proceeds from one of your charities and use that to bribe your family. Okay. You probably won't have to bribe them. If they know it's something that will uh, cause me anguish, they'll probably like to participate just for the fun of it. Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) No. You left now, but don't worry. I still have my resolutions for you. (sighs) Ah. Don't worry. Okay, what are they? They are much more gentle because I'm a nice guy. I don't believe you. Okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong right here. I'm rolling an insight check. You're rolling a what? Never mind. You don't. You don't game. Okay. So, what what are the resolutions? All right. So you have uh, a YouTube channel, right? <clears throat> the Inked Well. You can yeah. find it at YouTube.com/slash something or other. YouTube.com/slash c/slash the Inked Well. Okay. That. Yeah. That. So I want to see you grow that uh, 10x this year. Okay. Nice, simple resolution. Well, I kind of need to if I want to start earning revenue on YouTube. So right. yeah, that, yeah, that's going to happen. Okay. So that's a straightforward resolution. Nice and gentle, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I want you to succeed in life. I want uh, you to succeed yeah. with your YouTube channel. So uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I appreciate that. I want to succeed right. at see, that too. You want to feed my kids poison. I want to... D- help you grow youtube your youtube channel really michael yeah really <laughs> yeah really i'm just, really? I'm just trying to point out that i'm being gentle i'm the nice guy here <laughs> judas carry on carry on okay so that, that's my first one. First resolution for you nice and straightforward uh, my second resolution for you is i want you to get a, an actual set of audio boards this year so you can't argue with me anymore about being the man behind the boards but they're not going to be used for anything. You're smart. You'll figure it out. They're going to sit around and do nothing. As long as you're behind them. You want me to spend the equivalent of a Nakaya on two boards that are not going to do anything. Oh, they could if you hook them up to something. That's how boards work, right? What am I going to hook them up to? I don't know. I'm not the audio engineer. 
That's your job. Can, You're the one behind the boards. So this way you, under, uh, you get the yeah. actual boards. And then every time I see your man behind the boards, I'm a man of my word. And you can't argue that you're not behind the boards. Either that or I could just start recording everything in a hockey rink and then those could be the boards. Sure, but I'm thinking you have to deal with more sound issues than if you just got a couple of uh, actual audio boards. I don't know. If I talk in a normal conversation voice in a hockey rink when no one's there, the acoustics might actually be good. You know how much rinks cost to rent out? It's Oklahoma. I'm sure I could do it in the off season, no problem. Okay, so you're only going to record for like three months a year. It just means during the summer, we've got a lot of work, and then we take the rest of the year off? Yeah, no. Oh. Just get the actual audio boards. Fine, mother. What's the last one? See, I'm being gentle here. Yeah, I, you think you're being gentle. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm buying you something edible. You're buying me something useless. That is not edible. Gummy python is not edible. It's edible. No, it's not. You may be a diabetic when you're done eating it, but it's edible. It is not. It's the same <clears throat> the same way napalm is edible. You know, there's probably some people who think napalm is edible. It's not. Just like the gummy python's not. Anyways, my last <laughs> resolution for you is that you acknowledge that I am the best uh, podcast host or guest, et cetera, that you've ever worked with. Amongst all your shows. <laughs> um, okay, so two out of the three were gentle. Um, <laughs> you do realize we were both on a podcast together where Tammy Sager was our guest. Yes. She was amazing. Yes. She's extraordinarily talented. And have she you ever has seen- more clout than you and I will ever have. Have you ever seen the movie Don't Think Twice? Yes. That Tammy was in? Yes. With Mike Birbiglia and uh, Keegan-Michael Key and others? Yes and yes. Yeah. One of the best movies of all time. We've also recorded with Brad Dowdy. Yes. Twice. Yes. Another talented, awesome human being. You're trying to put yourself on their level. No, I'm trying to put myself above their level. Like I said, I want to be acknowledged as the best. That means better than everybody else. I'm only, I'm only looking for do, you. I'm only looking I got for to you do to an interview with Daryl from Masubi. Yes. I gave the him a, maker I gave of him your cucumber, cucumber cases. Yes. And you're trying to put yourself above them. I just want you to acknowledge it. <laughs> Did you really think I was going to give you three easy ones? If you could see the look I'm giving my computer right now. <laughs> this is why it's an audio podcast. So I don't have to. I'm giving you the WTF look, Michael. I'm giving your I'm giving your name on TeamSpeak the thousand yard stare. It's fine. Just acknowledge I'm the best. <clears throat> so this is how I'm going to hold you accountable to them. Oh for, your, for your YouTube thing, grow a ten, grow your audience ten x. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to pester you. I'm actually not actually going to do anything productive. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just going to. Uh, gonna mock you until you hit 10x oh okay then i probably still won't stop at that point mocking you but well i mean if if i hit 1500 viewers by the end of the year i'm happy so that's what i'm pushing for and for (laughs) getting your actual boards uh, i'm not gonna buy them because i have no use for them Um, but i will continue to pester you about them (sighs) 
Eventually, you'll just break down. Oh, I'm already broken, Michael. I'm already broken. (laughs) And in case you haven't seen a theme here, uh, to hold you accountable to the last one, uh, acknowledging that I'm the best podcast host or guest you've ever worked with, I will continue to pester you about it. That's all. Of that, I have no doubt. (laughs) Oh, of that, I have no doubt. Oh, it's going to be a fun year. I I can't wait. Uh, 364 more days of this. Yes. Yep. And I'm going to hold you accountable to all three resolutions, even though I refuse to be accountable to your resolutions for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what else is going to be fun in 2019? What? The sports we're going to create. For our main game today, we're going to create a new sport. I want to know the name of your sport. Describe it. Tell me the rules. Explain your scoring system. Tell me where it's going to be played. And then when this sport blows up and professional leagues created, who's going to sponsor it? What will the league be called? And what are the team names if it's a team sport? Okay. So I went complete nerd with this. I'm shocked. Wow. I, I could feel the sarcasm. <laughs> um, so I only came up with one sport. Okay. Just one. For. The bare minimum. I'm, I'm a C student. We're going to be doing extreme computer building. Okay. That could get interesting. Yeah. So pretty much you've got two teams um the teams are pretty much your component handlers and your guinea pig that is strapped to the tether and is slingshotted from the component bay out into the middle of the arena where a tower is hung with a rope from the center of the ceiling a computer tower Mm -hmm. okay yes computer tower so you have a tether slash slingshot hurling this poor person holding a graphics card towards a tower, mm-hmm. and he has to try to insert said graphics card. Okay. Can you imagine installing a CPU in a heat sink while flying through the air? And the, his teammates are the ones that are going to be catapulting him? Or her? They're catapulting him. They're giving him the components. They're also trying to... Guess what the other team is going to do with their person? Because the scoring system is what makes this unique. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's already unique. But the way this game is scored is not only do you get style points for how you're able to manage to actually put the computer together while you're flying through the air. Okay. So but it's judging you're on. right. You're also you're judged on style points, but you're also judged on the performance of the computer at the end. Okay. Is this a timed event? Yes. Okay. So you get catapulted. You have to sprint back to your bay, get catapulted again, sprint back, catapulted again, and you have twenty minutes. You mean the other you mean your teammates don't get to drag you back by the, the rope the, the tether you're attached to? No, there's gotta be some physical aspect for the person. Well no, the other <clears throat> the other team that's the other teammates' physical aspect. They gotta drag your <clears throat> your body back. As quickly as they can. They need to have strong biceps, strong lats. Maybe we'll do that for the professional league, but for the amateur leagues, not so much. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're judged based off of your style points and then you're judged based on the actual performance. So like how your Cinebench score is or your 3D Mark score, average everything together, the cost of the build versus the frames per second of the build. You know, that kind of stuff. Okay, so there's a lot of detailed technical criteria 
Exactly. Scoring system. I, I, I follow along. Okay. So where are you going to play this? So there's a lot of basketball arenas for NBA teams around North America. Yep. There you go. Okay. Now are the computer parts regulation size or are they going to be like jumbo, like <clears throat> cartoon check sizes? No, these will be regular size pieces. Because it'd be and pretty fun to watch some guy catapult with like a nine foot long graphics card and then try to install a giant no, computer tower. No, let's not do that. That would be okay. horrible. It, it, it's a lot harder and a, a better test of skill for them to have to do this with like sure. an actual stick of RAM that's only five inches long. Right. Yeah. It's going to require some dexterity. Especially, exactly. right, especially right after you've been catapulted. Exactly. So it's it's going to be the the good thing though is we're going to use an EATX motherboard, so it's going to be a bigger motherboard, and it's going to be a bigger case because of that. Okay, you do get deducted five hundred points automatically if you crack the motherboard. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah. if you're doing this in a basketball stadium and it's two teams head to head, are they mm-hmm. going to have like their computer towers on opposite ends of the court and their from their catapult so that they cross each other? Is there being catapulted, so there's potential yes, for like and there collisions. Could be and stuff. collisions. Ah, sweet. This could potentially be full contact extreme computer building. Uh, I can get behind this uh, this sport so far. Um, I can see it totally blowing up. So when it does blow up, uh, what? And there's a professional league created. Uh, what are you going to call the league? Um, that's kind of where it would get weird. I I wasn't able to come up with a really good professional. Uh, sport name for it or league name. Okay. Um, we can workshop it. I, I wanted to call it motherboarders, but that's a little too much like waterboarding and no one wants to think about that nowadays. Um, like extreme, the extreme computer building league, the XCBL. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm still not saying you're my best guest or host. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll pester you about that later. But yeah, that actually works for a name. Um, the merchandise will be pretty simple. You have a merchandise, okay. Well, yeah, every sports team has merchandise. Like baseball teams, you've got the stuffed doll of the mascot, the little miniature baseball bats, that, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I understand what merch is. The little mini hats that you eat ice cream out of. The best. Oh my goodness, those are awesome. Best ever, yeah. Classic. Yeah. So the whole game plan here is... Each team can be sponsored by like Corsair, G-Skill, Gigabyte, you know, all the big computer companies. Yep. And and they will have their own custom computer components. Okay. So like RAM that has RGB strips in the team colors, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That actually sounds pretty cool. It's Mm -hmm. got potential. Okay. Like custom computer cases, cable mod stuff, all that, all the works. Like, right, right. Just full tilt. Right. I get to imagine there's got to be some pretty awesome, like, summer training camps for the kids and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This blows um, up and you get some of, like, the, the stars of the league that, that go in and give them a little pep talk and, you know, challenge some seven year old to extreme computer boarding, computer building competition, you know, in front of all the other campers. Well, you know how like in football, when you're teaching people to high step, you have them run through the tires or in hockey, 
to get better with the skates. You have them slalom and whatnot through cones or whatever you do. You're you're the hockey coach, not me. You do? I don't know. You're the coach, not me. <laughs> yeah, we don't usually slalom. Well, what do you do to get them better with their footwork? Well, that depends. Okay, well, whatever coaches do. <laughs> Anyways, okay. so so for these guys, you know, like how in track they used to have you do the long jump during just to waste time during PE, having you yep. do track and field stuff. Imagine that, but with computer parts. I'm not sure how I imagine that. Think very, very hard. <clears throat> so you're going to have them do like a long jump while holding a motherboard? Yeah. Okay. Pull vaulting or, using a really big stick of RAM? There's where the oversized stick of RAM comes in. Awesome. All right. Totally See, there you go. That. Camp for kids. Go <laughs> yeah. pole vaulting with a 10-foot piece of RAM. There we go. Awesome. In your uh, extreme computer building league, the XCBL, uh, mm-hmm. who are the top teams? Well, the New England Rammers. Okay. And, well, the Motherboard Marauders. Okay. What, what city do they play for? Uh, they play over in Oakland. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're the only team that doesn't play indoors. They play outdoors. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're they're kind of the bad boys of the league. Like last year, one of their players like clotheslines the other guy midair and like sent him to the hospital. It was really bad. I mean, it was all over the news. Didn't you see it? No, I must miss that. I'm just getting see, into I'm, the. XCBL. I'm already getting into it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting into it now, so I got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, XCBL sounds pretty interesting. Got a potential future here. The Portland Power Supplies. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. They had a very electric season last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That was so corny, you could almost post it. Anyway, is there anything else I need to know about this sport before we move on? Honestly, I I think I'm good with mine. All right. I'm I'm sitting here um, wondering... Did you bring me five this time? I've got three sports for you. I did not think them through, so you're going to have to help me. And then tell me tell me which one to uh, start up first. Okay, let's do it. All right. So the first sport is called Urban Combat Racing. What? It's called Urban Combat Racing. And basically, we're going to take NASCAR because I think I never understood auto, auto racing and what how anybody could possibly be interested in watching a car drive around in circles. People go left, people hit the wall, things go flying. Yeah. To me, it's like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Never found it interesting. It's pretty boring. There's nothing to get, so you're fine. Right. So the only thing I ever find interesting is like some huge crash or something. That's not really, you know, you shouldn't watch it just for the crashes. Well, maybe you should. I'm pretty Um, sure that's why everyone watches it. So you're not alone. Okay. So I want to make a sport <clears throat> out of auto racing that's actually fun to watch. So we're going to take NASCAR cars and we are going to put them on major highway systems. So <clears throat> like in Chicago, we'll put them on I-94, in somewhere on the East Coast on I-95. And what's the busy highway in LA or you know all those busy highways in LA? Uh, the five, the four hundred five, the ten, the two ten, the fifteen, the two fifteen. So that's going to be the location. That's where these cars are going to be driving. They're racing. 
But it's not that fun just to watch cars race down a highway. They'll get boring pretty quickly. So, you know, NASCAR is essentially a team sport because you have their driver and you have your pit crew Mm -hmm. and everything else. So, in addition to your pit crew, you're going to have a combat crew. What? Huh? Your combat crew is going to be armed with paintball guns and um, potato cannons. And Are these paintballs filled with napalm? No, they're filled with paint. Oh. We're not trying to kill anybody. We don't. You know the damage a potato cannon can do at 190 miles an hour, right? Yeah, well, there's rules to protect the drivers. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So your combat crew could be anywhere on the highway system. They could be on an overpass, like up top. They could be hiding under an overpass. They could hide out in like a random car or van or bus or whatever they want with their weaponry. And their goal is to distract you by shooting paintballs at your car so you can't see through your windshield. You know, you might have to pull over or install some windshield wipers or something. Shoot potato cans at your car, but you cannot hit glass with the potato cannons or you get a penalty. But they could like take out a tire. Then you have to have your pit crew come in and find you on the highway and fix that up for you. You're the reason Morpheus tells Trinity that the highways are suicide. I have no idea what that means. All of our listeners that li- that have watched The Matrix understand. Okay. Uh, and so the first car to get to the finish line that will be randomly designated on the highway wins. But now it becomes fun to watch because now you got to watch race car drivers dodging paintballs and p- flying potatoes and each other and battling traffic. You know, they could get pulled over by the cops. So they got to be careful not to speed. Or speed when the cops aren't around, at least. Use their turn signals. So I, I, I don't think these race cars have turn signals. Well, they also don't have windshield wipers yet. They're going to have to make some modifications for urban combat racing. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it has potential. I mean, they could, they could go 190 miles an hour, and the cop could try to pull them over. If they can outrace the cop, then they're fine. Okay. Um, but if the cop races on their license plate number, I don't know. Something could happen later. Right. I'm assuming that this sport really only has a pro league. <laughs> See, I hadn't really thought that part through. Yeah, we're going to go under the assumption that this sport only has a pro league. For the That's safety fine. of all involved, this sport only has a pro league. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine like amateurs practicing randomly? Yeah, it's called rush hour traffic in Miami. <laughs> all of a sudden you see like a, a group of guys wearing uniforms that are shooting paintballs and potatoes at random cars that are flying by. I don't see that going well. <laughs> Probably not. Like I said, I didn't really think this through. Um, right, so yeah. f- first, cro- first car across the finish line wins. Right. Um, and it'll be played on all the major highway systems. Um, sometimes at rush hours, sometimes not. The times could be determined by the teams. Okay. Okay. Right. So you might have different drivers for you know different drive times. You might have a rush hour specialist Versus like an overnight specialist. Okay. And the name of the league will be Urban Combat Racing. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the Urban Combat yeah. Racing League. I'm not really sure who's going to sponsor it. It could be like Halliburton and all those other like. Um, like Raytheon like and. Raytheon, yeah. All the defense contractors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see they could be right up the rally. Yeah. Uh, so, so sport number two, the, the safer sport. I haven't given you my team names yet. Oh, boy. 
I haven't really thought of those yet. There's team names. There's got to be, right? Oh, no. The Mercedes Marauders. No, I'll be like... <clears throat> the Acura Assassins. No, I'll be named after the cities. The Bonneville Bombardiers. Maybe the Chicago Commandos. See, there you go. What would you name the, like the Vegas team? I'm sure Vegas guy have a team. Ah, uh, wow. Um, maybe the, the Sin City, the Sin City Swindlers. Maybe. I'm not sure how that fits. What about the? Because you know the hockey team is the Vegas Golden Knights. They could be the right. Vegas, the Vegas Golden Sights. It's kind of yeah. play on words because you got sights for like their paintball guns, but also the sights of the city. Yeah, there's yeah. It's it's a totally tacky name, which is like perfect for the city. Yeah, it's got a sixty five percent tacky rating. Yeah. All right, so those be my team names. So that's the first sport. Okay. That I mean, wouldn't you watch that on TV? Or even buy tickets to like sit along the highway? Um, do I get to be like a do I get to be like a Star Wars sand person and shoot at the cars? No, no, no. no. You have to be a professional team member to. Oh. Okay, fine. I've I've been to a couple Formula One races. Sure, why not? This is not racing. I mean, it, yes, it's a race, but it's combat racing, so it's way more fun. Okay, okay, you've talked me into it. I will buy yeah. a ticket. Okay, I'll see if I can get you a discount. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. All right, my second sport is temporarily called because I, I haven't really thought of a good name for it yet. But I'll temporarily call it sumo soccer. It's not what you quite what you think. It's not sumo players playing soccer necessarily. It's people in sumo suits playing soccer. No, no, that's been done. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So what this is going to be is an enclosed space, smaller than a soccer field. Okay. Just because I don't have enough sumo wrestlers probably to to do what I I need done here. Um, so I imagine it's going to be like a, more of a circle, even though soccer is played on a rectangle. Okay, fair enough. Okay. And the circle is the dia- the outside um the outside of the circle will be lined with sumo wrestlers. And the sumo wrestlers are going to be participating in competitive eating competitions while this is going on inside the circle, inside like the outer edge of the circle. And you're going to have I think we're going to have four teams playing at once just to make it more interesting. Sumo eater, the sumo wrestlers are going to be doing eating competitions. It could be, they could be eating wings. They could be eating hot dogs. It could be ice cream. It could be any of the competitive eating foods. And inside the circle, the sumo wrestlers are going to be these four teams and there's a soccer ball. And the goal is to get the soccer ball into the net of any of the other teams. Each team has their own net to protect. The nets are outside the circle of the sumo wrestlers. So you have to get the soccer ball through the wall of sumo wrestlers who are eating food while you're playing soccer against three other teams. Does that make sense? I, I kind of. Because <laughs> the sumo wrestlers are probably not going to be very happy that you're kicking soccer balls at them while they're eating food in a competitive manner. Okay. I suddenly find the car racing more sane. <laughs> Because to me, soccer is pretty boring to watch. Well, yeah, it's 90 minutes of people running back and forth, kicking right. something around. Right. Score is usually low, so got to add some entertainment value to it. It's so, more exciting to watch fights break out in the stands than it is to watch the actual game. Right. So I figure angry sumo wrestlers 
participate in competitive eating competitions that are blocking the path to the goal of four soccer teams with one ball, I think would be add some entertainment value to the sport. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of this one. I mean, are we talking full 11-man soccer teams or however many people are on the field for sure the game? Sure, why not? Because the less space, oh. the less space you have the to run in, the more likely are more likely you are to knock over sumo wrestlers' food or knock into the sumo wrestlers while they're trying to eat. Because the sumo wrestlers are allowed to sumo wrestle you while you're playing. Okay, so you're like fitting almost a hundred people into an area the size of a bullfighting ring. Roughly, yeah. No, it'll be less than a hundred people. I don't think you need a hundred sumos to fill up a circle the size of a boxing ring. No, you wouldn't have a hundred sumos, but I mean, if you've got like 44 soccer players. Right, and probably what, 20 sumos? So five sumo per team? Well, yeah, the sumos don't, aren't part of soccer teams. They're their own, they're doing their own thing. See, and basically you get to see, you're getting two sports in one. You're getting a soccer game and competitive eating match at the same time. What other sport gives you two and one, two for one? It's like the deal of it's like a deal of a century when it comes to sports. Okay. So <laughs> what what are what are some of the professional teams here? The teams. What are the teams gonna be? Um again, these will be city teams. Uh um, yeah, you're on your own on this one. I have nothing for teams yeah, for this sport. I don't either. See, I think to uh get the sumo wrestlers more riled up, I think we'll make the team names like mock the competitive eating aspect of it. So we'll have like the Miami Mild Wings and the Los Angeles Hot Dogs. Okay. Everybody will want to sponsor this league because it's just awesome. No, no, no. Just Oscar Mayer. Face it. Just yeah, Oscar Mayer. Buffalo Wild Wings probably sponsor the Miami Mild Wings. And you know Hooters would be in on this one. Oh, yeah. Them too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like everybody will want to sponsor. Dang it. Now I want some teriyaki chicken wings. You have to hold off on that because I have one more sport for you. What? Oh, yeah. You did say three. I did. And this is my favorite. Wait, huh? This is the one I really, really, really want to do, I think. Okay. Let me hear it. It's called steeple hockey. I'm taking the greatest summer Olympic event of all time, the steeplechase, and I'm incorporating that into actual ice hockey plus other obstacles. So, how? Are you, are you familiar with the steeplechase? Yeah, you run around the track, you have to jump over the hurdles into the pool of water, keep running, jump over the hurdle into the pool of water, keep running. Yeah, you have to jump over hurdles, you try to jump over the pools, and people fall yeah, into the pools, and it's hilarious. you keep doing that for like 3,000 meters, and then you're done. Yes. And everybody that falls into the pool is so funny, and it never gets old. Except for the person that fell in the pool. Yeah, but I'm watching it on TV, so I find it funny. Fair enough. Okay, it's super I'll, I'll give you it's that. It's super entertaining. So yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I'll give you that. So standard hockey rink, right? Two teams playing, right? However, on the rink itself, there are going to be pools carved into the ice. We're going to get whatever the regulation size for the steeplechase pool is. We're going to build that into the ice rink in multiple spots. Okay, instead of hurdles in front of the pools, there's going to be no hurdles. Little, no, no, no. You still have to put some kind of obstacle. No, no, no. I'd rather the skaters just fall right into the pool. Make it a two foot tall Zamboni, a random Zamboni. 
do we get those from your mini golf course? Yes, but without the dogs. I don't want dogs getting hurt. No, no, no we don't want to hurt dogs. Um, <clears throat> no, I see. I figure if there's no barriers around the pools, more likely the more skaters will fall in the pools, and that'll be hilarious. Well, no, that's why it's a random Zamboni. Well, okay, you could have a random Zamboni driving around like the players have to avoid. I'm totally exactly for that. because there yeah, has okay, to be I some type of jump over other than the pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, because there's going to be other obstacles, too. It's not just going to be there's going to be these steeplechase pools. Oh, right okay. Okay. Because, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. When I was a kid, I'll make it short. Let me go get my blanket. Not that kind of story. Oh. Um, when I was a kid playing hockey, I had a coach once who, I'm not exactly sure what he was trying to train us on or what skill he was trying to develop for us. But we had a practice, or maybe a couple practices, where we would line up on one end of the ice, and the coach and the assistant coach would line up on the boards on either side, so they were perpendicular to us. We'd have to skate from one end of the ice to the other end of the ice as fast as we could. Seems Sounds pretty straightforward, right? Right. The coach and the assistant coach had those big, heavy orange rubber cones not the plastic little dinky things that weigh nothing that they use nowadays I'm so like the ones you see in china they're like four feet tall and will knock you over yeah but i mean they were like the the smaller ones but you know they're still like traffic cones essentially a couple right. maybe a couple feet tall or a foot tall i don't know but like the big heavy rubber ones they're actually i think there were a couple of big like four footers too and they would take the cones and grab grab by the end of their stick and shoot the cones at us as we skated across, trying to knock us over. And once you got knocked over, you go off to the sides that the coaches are on and help them shoot cones at the other skaters. It was process of elimination. And we just go back and forth across the ice. And your goal was to jump over the cones because they're throwing them at your feet for the most part. Okay. Not really sure what we learned there or what skill that helped develop us, but I still remember that. So I'm going to incorporate stuff like that into the steeple hockey. Uh, each, I mean, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. Each team will have projectiles that they can shoot at the other team to prevent them from scoring, passing, whatever they need to do. But you have to be strategic about it. Only the players on the ice can shoot the projectiles. So you might have like a, a specialist that, you know, you might have like two defensemen, two forwards, and then... You know, instead of a third forward, you might have a guy who just specializes in shooting projectiles at the other team. See, when you when you mentioned the team shooting objects at each other, yeah, I I imagined like an old school naval battle where flaps pop up out of the boards and like blue tortoise shells go shooting across <laughs> the ice into a little catch trap. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. You know, what we could do is take, um, you know, the turtle shells from Super Mario Brothers. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, we could get, you know, some like 8-bit turtle shells and just have those randomly slide across the ice throughout the game. Okay. I I suddenly wish that you had led with this one. I had to save the best for last. And still, to be perfectly honest, the biggest, the best part of steeple hockey are those steeplechase pools because there's nothing that's going to be funnier they're watching hockey players fall into a pool while they're trying to play hockey. And then they're going to be cold and wet and you're on ice and you don't want to get knocked into another steeple chase pool. Wow. 
it's just going to be amazing entertainment. I will give you that. I enjoy watching hockey now as it is, but if there was steeple hockey, like I would buy whatever the package is. Like, you know, the NHL has center ice package. NFL has their uh, NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah. Sunday ticket package, whatever the steeple, steeple hockey package is. I would buy that thing in a heartbeat because you know, this is going to be the, <laughs> so much fun to watch. I, I would actually buy that. I would get TV just so I could actually watch that. So it'll be the National Steeple Hockey League, the NAS- NSHL. Uh, be sponsored by Speedo. No, we already decided. Oh, wait, no. The Never mind. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I was thinking the sponsors from the other ones. Um, just because there's pools. Okay. Be okay, sponsored by cool Speedo and Nintendo. And maybe some construction company. They can provide some cones as projectiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for team names... That's where it gets tough. What uh, what teams should I have? Honestly, I think you should just buy out the NHL and convert it over to this. I'd love to see the Maple Leafs try this. Yeah, that's probably the best bet. Yeah, they might wilt when they fall in the water, though. Wow. <laughs> I have to get you back for your pun. But you know who would be really good at this? The Penguins. I'm not going to give you that one, Michael. I'm not going to give you that one. I'm, I'm walking away from it. But the, but they would. I'm just saying. <sighs> no, the, the Mighty Ducks would be better. The Ducks would be good, too. They're not mighty anymore, but they'd be good, too. Yeah, I know. They're not mighty. That, that's, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. No, but you're right. Yeah, the Ducks would definitely be another good team. Yeah, uh, yeah. And steeple hockey. Uh, so and those are my three sports. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yes. The Sharks, of course. Mm-hmm. I think of them. Didn't. I'm a San Jose fan. Got to, got to represent San Jose. They had one of the best original uniforms of all time. Yeah, they did. I actually still have one. So urban combat racing, sumo soccer, steeple hockey. Which one should I start up first? Um, Ignore the first two. Go with the third one. Buy out the NHL. And you have yourself the number one sport that becomes America's pastime. You got it. And that's the right answer. And if you do that, I will finally admit you're my favorite host. Oh, you'll admit it well before then. I will, pe- I will pester you until you break down. Just admit you say it. that now. I'm going to be busy training nerds to fly through the air and build computers. Well, while you're doing that, you'll forget about everybody else that's ever hosted or guested on one of your shows. So, I'll tell Phil you said that tomorrow night. That's fine. Where can people find you online if you want them to find you? Um, all the usual places. YouTube.com slash C slash The Inked Well. Uh, and Twitter and Instagram at the Ink Twelve, and they can support all the insanity that I do over at Patreon.com slash the Ink Twelve. Thank so you guys for watching. I'll see you next week. Oh wait, wrong thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Hypothetical, and subscribe to Hypothetical on your podcast player choice. And if you have any complaints or want to reach us for any other reasons, send us an email at complain at hypothetical.show or give us a call at 937-63-HYPER. That's 937-634-9737. Until next time, this is Hypothetical. Hypothetical.